You told a story about seeing some dead bodies the other day. Mm-hmm. We should have saved it for this one, but maybe- That would have made more sense. Well, maybe we cut it into this episode. Though. Or maybe we just make it as confusing as the first season of, this, of the show. That's the usual technique and process, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're just, just sort of finding it. Finding it as we go. But I think it's fun yeah. that the audience is finding it as we find it. So it's a shared experience. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you know, they're seeing the creative process in action. Where it's like, hey, this doesn't work, right? But we're going to air it anyway because we want you to be a part of the process, uh, listener. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you saying you're going to get feedback from people on this thing? And, no, and no, you're gonna no, make no. This is an outgoing thing. communication. Got it. Got but it, got I think it. it's going to be fun for people to, to kind of see how, how bad things can get. Well, let me ask you a question, Rob. Okay. Since we're talking about this, how do you feel the podcast is going so far? I think it's pretty good. I think if our general rule is like we always kind of approach the show this way, which is like if we're laughing, then at least it's fun for us. And I think that alone is a good enough reason to do it. And what if we're not laughing, like right now? Mm. Well, sometimes not. Could also be interesting. Yeah, life's not always about laughter. Mm -hmm. There's lots of, you know, I mean, you know. Like what's your take on God? You know, that kind of stuff. Well, we addressed that in the show. We addressed that. We did? Well, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, right. You know, I, I, for a long time, I felt this pressure, and I think it's understandable, to be funny all the time when doing, like, interviews and podcasts Mm. and, you know, red carpet events and things like that. And um, I found that it was taking me to a really dark place because I was resenting. You? You, Wait, you were getting dark? You went to a dark place, Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I cannot. Yeah. Guys, you know what's funny? What? Dead bodies. What? Now, in this episode, we found a dead body, and we started with with a, a crack about Tom Brady. Now, at the time, it was 2005. Correct. And uh, I believe we had just watched him, uh, or I had just watched him beat the Eagles, and that would have made it three Super Bowls for Tom Brady in three 2005. Three already by 2005. Yeah. And I think we were making some sort of joke about how we were going to hurt him physically. Well, you were going to break his arm. Some, yes, and of course, then D, rightfully so, suggests that there's no way we could beat out Tom Brady. Tom Brady would beat the living crap out of all of us, especially me. And then, uh, either way, Tom Brady went on to win four more, three more Super Bowls after that and play in five, mm-hmm. maybe six. And he's played in about 10 AFC championships. I mean, the last Super Bowl there was, he won. Yeah. Rob had dinner with Tom Brady the other night. Yes. Now, that's where you've gotten to in life. And Did, did you really? You, uh, yes. you invited me, a kid from New England, and uh, I, de- I, I declined. I didn't feel like going, he what? He didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. Yeah. My wife did a commercial with Tom Brady in the early 2000s. I don't remember what it was for some sort of credit card or something like that. You can, I think you can find it oh. online somewhere. I think we looked it up on YouTube once because I wanted to see that. Glenn, did you do, I did a ton of commercials. Did you do commercials? You- I tried. You know, I have a funny little story about when I first graduated from college and I was meeting with like agents and things like that. I met with a commercial Agent, is that what they're called? Yeah, I, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Abrams yeah. Artist was the was the joint in New York. I remember. Yeah, well, there was one other one. Was Cunningham, S E M and M. That's S E M and M. That's who, that's who was. I was with. That's who I was with too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot the name. Good, good memory. So I went Schiffman, to Ekman, Morrison, and Marks. That was the other one. Wow. No, no, that's S E M and M. Okay, and M and M. I think that's I think that's the one that I was with. Anyway. I went to uh, meet with uh, somebody there who was like one of the main guys there or whatever. 
I'm like waiting for a long time. They've got me sat at like a coffee table area or whatever. Guy finally shows up. He comes in. He sits down across from me and he just looks at me, you know, just looks at me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just look, I know. Just I know, looks I know, at you. Know this? I know no, this no, I know. I know. Of course, I've heard I don't. This. I don't know. Yes, you, you, you do. do. You do. No, you do. I don't. You do. I don't. Maybe you'll get it when you get yeah, the. You, you'll I don't. You'll I remember don't. it. I don't know. I think you'll remember it when I say. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's just staring at me, looking at me, and I'm like, "This is fucking so weird." Like he's taking like a full. I mean, you know, like the longest 15 seconds of my life. You know. He finally he goes, "BHB." Keep in mind, I'm like this kid, just straight out of college. <laughs> wasn't really a kid. I was like 24. Uh, felt like a kid. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, B H B. And I was like, I, I just, I'm so sorry. I don't. I'm, I'm new to this, but I don't know what you're saying. And Blow like, him, boy. <laughs> Somebody chimes in from yeah. another office. <laughs> Blow him, from boy. Behind the glass wall. We're filming. <laughs> it's still the late '90s. He could get away with it. Um, no, that's not what BH, that's not what BHB stands for. But I mean, this guy, he was so fucking douchey. It was like, he would, he just, he loved like that. I didn't know what he was talking about. He loved the power or it was like the weirdest fucking thing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know the terms. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're saying to me. And I'm so sorry. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm a child. He was like big heads book. Oh my God. Never heard this story. So he was both complimenting. (laughs) I would remember that. I would remember that. He Come was on. looking at me, he was looking C-E-D. at my head, and he was going, you're going to book stuff because you've got a big head and big head's book. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He was wrong. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, John Travolta has got the biggest head that has ever been put on Do a you human know? being. I've so does Danny any... DeVito. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's got a bowling ball. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. a bowling ball. That's an extra large bowling yeah, yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. It's not sitting atop his shoulders. I didn't book any commercials, though. To answer your question, I didn't book a single fucking wow. because, Well, because you didn't blow them. Like, let's be honest. That's really what it was that's about. That's what BHB really stood I for? I think Either, so. He can't get you the commercials, though. He's just getting so. you in the door. Then you got to yeah. do the, he's the you got to get in that door and then start blowing. But I also, by the way, I also probably went to 10 commercial auditions total before I just went, you know what? I don't care how much money it is. I'm not doing this anymore. And oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, just st- I just stopped going because I was like, yeah. I, I'll live off $400 a week doing off-Broadway plays. This is so fucking humiliating. Yeah. I hate And this is, by the way, no offense to people who do commercials. I get it. You make a lot of money. Yeah. It's a great way to make a living. And certainly if you've got a family to feed, it makes a lot of sense. Personally, I just, I did not like it. I, di- I didn't like it. I didn't like how it made me feel. I didn't like the auditions. I was like, this is a fucking waste of time. Coming out of Juilliard where you're like working on scene and character and they're like, all right, so here the soup's really hot <laughs> and you got to tell your buddy, give him that like, oh my God, it's hot look. But you Like know, a whole guy, like, like yeah, really you like a, line, a big, yeah. you know, and then the hot chick walks by and you're, you're like, but that's hot too. And then you're like, you know, someone yells Doritos and then, you know, and then, and then your over. eyes pop out of yeah, your head. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe say something funny, but don't. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then there's only four or 500 other guys that are looking for the same part. Glenn, I had the opposite experience. I booked the first commercial audition I ever went in on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was for Foot Locker. You were, you did a lot of commercials. Oh, wait, is, hey, can we find, can, can, can the listener find uh, your Foot Locker commercial I, you know, on that YouTube? That one's not out there. My, my Cascade one's out there. What was the one like, where you uh, were on the stairs? You were passing somebody on some stairs, maybe talking about bagels Oh, oh that's Thomas's bagels. That's uh, out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And- Were they voice over somebody oh, else's? Yeah. No, no, that was- um, Oh, what, they put somebody else's voice oh, no, over? No, that, that was Excedrin. Yeah, Excedrin. That was Excedrin. When you were on a date. Yeah, where- 
<laughs> I'm on a date and the girl throws water in my face and then it cuts to like a box of Excedrin and they say like, uh, I didn't know she was your sister. So it's implied that I was staring at her sister or something. Mm. And it was about like some tabs that dissolve quickly. You don't need water. Like that was a joke. I did a like a two hour session with the, with the producers trying to get me to say, I didn't know she was your sister in the way that they wanted. And I was like, they probably were just hearing this voice and being like, I didn't know that voice was on that face. This is a, what are we going to do here? Love the face, hate the voice. Yeah. Love the face, hate the voice. But, but the Charlie Day story. I had enough self confidence at that point to be like, in my mind, like, okay, guys, go fuck yourself. Go like, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Get somebody like, else to do it. And that's what they did. That is what they did. Yeah. And it was like a British accent. If I may, uh, Charlie, you know, and look, you're still a very handsome man, but you were strikingly handsome as a young man. Well, Truly. I don't understand why on. you cover on, it up with the beard all the time. Because I, whenever you shave, well, I'm always like, look at that fucking guy. what happened with look the beard. Look at that jawline. Look at it. Very handsome, Charlie. Here's what happened with the beard. We we were like, oh, it would be funny for the character to, do the, to have the beard. Sure. Sonny, he's scraggly and he's, you know, sloppy. He, he's not taking care of himself. He doesn't care about like a nice yeah. shave. And then we never stopped doing the show. Yeah. yeah. So then I would be right. between gigs and they were like, well, I, you might as well just keep the beard because then it's going to like, we're right. going to run back in the sunny. And then I just always, and then it was like, well, now if you take the beard off, it's going to frighten people and disappoint them. So I just kept the beard. But that's nice of you to say, Glenn. I did not feel strikingly handsome well, growing up. You've got a very, you've got a very and, handsome, and, very symmetrical face. Well, thank you, thank you. And I enjoy looking at it on a daily basis. And you know what? You also look women good with a mustache. Did, women did not agree with you um, when I was I, in I, school. I, I think that, I find that hard to believe. I it's do too. Just I think maybe was. you weren't picking Guys, up on it. Guys, we were young men, and they would flock to the two of you, and they'd be like, "There's that one. He doesn't seem neurotypical." And then they would just go. <laughs> Like, away. <laughs> and, well, know. maybe the fact that you're you are not neurotypical was what is neurotypical. Man? I don't know. I don't know. know. We don't know. But like the things like you know ADHD or whatever are going yeah. to like. Oh, I see. But you maybe know, you but. weren't picking up on the social cues with no, the ladies who that were. That is mm, true. Okay. I needed a flashing green light. To, I did to try yes. anything. Fair. Yes, and so did I. Yeah. I remember dating a girl in college once where I went on like nine dates with her and she's like, are you going to kiss me? I'm like, okay, so this is like- So you want that. So this is something you want. Okay, you want my lips to, all right, okay. Yeah, I was not- uh, I was always the same way, Charlie. I, I could, I'm so, so, so not like Dennis in that regard. I, I needed a big, as you said, flashing green go sign before I would ever make a move, but mostly because I was just so terrified of rejection terrified of ever having a moment in my life where I went to kiss a girl and she was like, ooh, no, nope, nope. Charlie tells a great story of that actually I did that happening. once and that's kind <laughs> that of- That really did. scarred you. It, it scarred did. you? It right, did. What's that yeah. story? What's that well, story? Well, you know, there was a girl and I liked her and we had a flirtatious relationship and you know, I think it was probably early 20s, like Glenn 21, was, 22. I've heard the story about um, Of course I have, of course. Uh, and Hor I think I asked Hornsby. I was like, what's what's the deal? You know, do you think she likes me? And, and Hornsby's like, just go, just, just try. Uh, and then there was like a moment, a little charged moment where I thought, okay, maybe this is enough. And then I tried to kiss her and her face scrunched up like she just sucked like 900 lemons. And I, I mean, devastating. That is, that's, I, that's the worst. That's got to be the worst feeling. She was very nice about it. She's like, it's not you. I do, I'm, there's this guy that I'm with. I'm like, but I'm like, no, it's, it's, 
it's me, and I'm dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm did so you apologize? Oh, did you actually? Yeah, I'm yes. so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry I'm for so putting sorry. you through that. No, no, no. It's I'm so I misread the room. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm. Gonna, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Glenn, you said there's a noose around here somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, that was fine. That was the that was the only one time. But you know, but Rob, uh, you but, you were the kind of person who would get rejected, and you'd just be like, "Well, I guess on to the next." Like you, yeah. you would, you were you were playing the numbers game, weren't you? Yeah, but the the rejection was coming so often and at right. such high volume that it kind of like getting in cold water. Yeah, but you I just, think that again, if we're going to get back into uh, the psychology that we've set up earlier in, in previous episodes, mm-hmm. I, it has something to do with hitting puberty late. So you oh. got you gotta just try you know like you're 17, 16, 17, and all like the men, like the boys who who are becoming men are the ones that are attractive to the women, not the five foot two obnoxious one. Right. So I was trying just 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 doing my best to you know. But I mean this this was still the case well into your twenties. Yeah, because where... I took that with me, which was yeah. like I didn't take it, even though I should have taken it personally, because it is quite personal to try to attract a woman and her to reject you. Right. But I would take the rejection. And then I would just, I would say, okay, thank you very much. And then I'd move on to the next rejection. I think that's good. Listen, on some level, I think that's very, very healthy. I think it's good to acclimate yourself. Look, go after what you want and acclimate yourself to failure so that it doesn't completely destroy you and you still continue to pursue whatever it is that you're going. Yeah, you're like a tick. Like the tick doesn't mind if someone picks, you know, Flicks it across the room and picks it out of the hair. It's it goes and it finds other hair, you yeah. know. And like you're like a tick, Rob. It it's, also. Oh, I've ex- I say I accepted that a long time ago. I've okay. I've, yeah. I've attached myself to you guys. Like to, that's you true. Haven't that's even, true. Even and drained us dry. Yeah, I did it to Megan and too. No, I mean, we know. I did it to my wife. We're, we're well you aware. You guys are aware. Of it. Hey guys, shut up. He's a human uh, parasite. Hey guys, shut shut the hell up. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by uh, air. Ninety five percent of air breathers survive. Uh, breathe air. Get air in your mouth. This episode that we just watched, Mm -hmm. so much of our transition music, Mm. I feel like Dennis, you're finding Dennis a little bit in this, the dynamic between the two of you. Yeah. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Max really finding his sexuality. I think we you see this the seeds being planted that Do we you? knew we were gonna use later down the road yeah. with Matt coming yeah. out. That was very clear. No, yeah, I literally no. that sarcasm doesn't play. Yeah. There were a lot of firsts in this episode. We found some new transition music, as you said. This is the first time where like we actually wrote funny stuff for D, like pretty much from start to finish, where she wasn't a wet blanket. She had a very funny objective, which is to try and, you know, overcome her fear of old people to try and have a relationship with her grandfather. But she's so disgusted by old people that she can't move past it. And it was just really fun to watch Caitlin finally get to do something really, really funny. It's uh, kind of like a defensive mode for her. I think we we really kind of hit a stride with her when we made her go pure offensive. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, when know? we made her just as despicable as we are. Because you're right, yeah. the comedy came from a, a much more of a reactive place than an active place. Also, the first time it feels like we have one of those scenes that we then went to the well and continue to go to the well because it's so fun, of the two characters sitting across from some mm-hmm. authority figure. Right. Yes. And trying to do something ridiculous. Right. I mean, you're talking about the museum curator. Yes. Yes. Trying to sell yeah. the Nazi uniform. Yes. Right. Profit off and of that, it. And, we, and not uh, picking up on the cues and just sort of like barreling through it and yeah. Yeah. And I think I'll bet you you could go through our editing room and find 
uh, we always we would always shoot, and we I think we still do it from time to time. Is shoot headers to those scenes because we're like already mm-hmm. in the chairs generally, and the person is coming into their so own sorry office. So I'm late. To uh, yeah. So you you had some, you know, and so we usually right. would shoot a scene. We definitely script it, and we'd shoot a scene basically talking about what we were going to do. The characters were like, <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do, and here's why we're going to do it. And then we didn't have enough experience to realize like, well, why don't we just do it instead of talk about what we're going to do it? And yet we kept writing it and kept shooting it. So I'll bet you there's like hundreds of those scenes oh, yeah. that you've never seen before. Headers that we headers cut that are, where the characters are explaining what they're about That are just to do. riveting. Yeah. Just and riveting. we would do it at the end of a scene too, which is like, now let's go to so-and-so's place or yeah. something like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah. But we, I th- at least it. we had the presence of mind to cut that stuff in the editing room. I mean, it's not so bad to shoot it, have sure. it, in case for some reason you get in the editing room and you realize – Sure. You know, this is actually a little yeah, confusing. I can't, I don't know why. Sometimes you don't. Hey guys, I caught another band sticker in that bar scene. <laughs> I think it's a band. Avenge Sevenfold. Did you, have you guys been Let's seeing those stickers? I will say, right, we, 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 we did crack the case of those thrice stickers. We did. We remembered that there was a, a person who worked in that Herald Examiner building that was the old newspaper paper factory that mm. the bar set was in, mm-hmm. who was sticking those stickers up. Yeah, Baxter. Oh, Bax. Hey, Bax. Bax, you son of a bitch. You had no right to do that. You had no right to push your agenda on our audience. Push your thrice and Bax agenda all over our show. Now, I will say that there is a system of checks and balance that that balances that is in place for that. Like, say, the art department who might be looking to see what's being put up. Did we have an art department? I don't know. I bet there was a deal that was cut. Pretty bare bones. Yeah, Bax A deal that was cut. Yeah, money was changing hands. Let me get these stickers in here. Yeah, a backroom Baxter deal. Backroom Baxter. Baxter. Yeah. Backroom Baxter cut some deals under our nose and got his stickers up, Bax. That's a real dirty bird. That's a real downtown LA mentality. Yeah, yeah. That was the way things were done. 20s of dollars. 20s of dollars. Like multiple 20s uh, for that. He came in with a few things. He was like, Can I kiss the lead actress? They're like, No. Uh, (laughs) Right. Will you send me the extras to my uh, my trailer? No. Can I put the stickers up? Yeah. You know, that's probably what happened. There you go. That's and also, way, like, that's the way it was done. And this is going to be a little bit sadder than the other requests, but can I just hang out with you guys? I remember him no. hanging out, though. <laughs> he did. That's hey, what Max. I'm saying. Yeah, we'd roll he did hang out. Back. Ah, we'd have a problem. We uh, are com- guys, it's confirmed that, that that is a band. Avenged Sevenfold has a song on Spotify that has been listened to 319 million times. Ooh. So, guys, we Bax, are the assholes. that's a lot of listening, pal. Bax right. has been we listening go. to that song like crazy. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 It's a fucking ACDC. I like it. Yeah, that's some ACDC shit, isn't it? I can get down with this. Birds of War. Oh, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) 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 It flies through the night. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
No, that sounded great, guys. Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, that sounded uh, pretty good. My apologies. You're, gonna, you're to better you. at what you do than we are. You guys are v- clearly very good at what you do. And and again, just like with Thrice, I'm gonna hit the gym. I'm gonna put on your album, and you've got one song to hook me because I don't have a lot of patience. Yeah, <laughs> get one song, guys. Uh, here's a genuine question about that first season, which I do not recall. Rob, where were you living? When we shot that very first oh, season. We had apartments right next to each other. Was that season one? Yeah, that was season one. Yeah. Rob had an apartment on Coldwater Canyon with Chris Backus yes, uh, for a long but time. But after that, I lived with Charlie. Well, then Yeah, you lived in my house for a little bit. For a little while. And then you- I well, got kicked the fuck out of there. And then- Because uh, you guys were getting married. Because you guys oh, were getting, we were getting married. married. You were, and yeah. you were like, we, didn't need man, a we don't need a roommate. <laughs> and, then you were, yeah. and then you were living in Shiloh Strong's guest house. Yes. Wasn't I living there at the time? You were I was living in the garage. For, for the first part of it. For the first part of it, yes, you were. And when we shot the FX pilot and all that, you were. But by the end, because I actually specifically remember writing, to bring it back to this episode, us working on this episode together and going through stuff in what became your apartment, which was literally right next to my apartment in West Hollywood yes. on See, Crescent my, Heights. My memory of that is that you guys were there when we did the pilot, but you guys were there when we did the first season, huh? Yeah. The so pilot, we, The pilot, I was definitely in, in the garage. You were in the garage, I think, for quite a bit of that. And then we did the first season. Oh, Shiloh and, Strong. I wonder how that guy's doing. I really like him. He's good. Like I text him. with him once in a while. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I talk, I've talked to him a couple times, but I haven't seen him as much. Brother as of Ryder like. Strong. Brother of Ryder Strong, yeah. Um, Boy Meets World Boy fame. Meets World, yeah. And yeah. many other things. Yeah. Ryder Strong, who I always felt like kind of looked like you, Charlie. Similar look. It's kind of similar oh, looks. Handsome, I feel like handsome, you and Ryder Strong handsome. could definitely play brothers. Cool. Well, I'll pretend I know who that, that is. Uh, okay. Well, you've, you've, no, no, I know Charlie. who it is, but I need pictures. I need... It's At the, least acknowledge what a fucking cool name that is. It's a cool name. It's the, Ryder it's, Strong. Do you remember the, what their dad's name was? Ryder yes. King Strong. Arthur Strong. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I swear to God. Wasn't Shut that, up. Am I making that up? <laughs> No, I swear Shut to God. Up. No, I swear to God. Google I, it. Look it up, Megan. I swear to God, Shiloh and Ra- oh, that dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that yeah they look yeah. at that guy. Come on, make it. Definitely. I can't remember names. I faces, no problem. King Arthur Strong. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, a firefighter. He's a firefighter. He's a fire I remember. He, I remember these, wow. these guys are bad. I figured he would have worked at like a, you know, like a one of those. What are those places where you can pretend to be a knight and a king? And uh, Oh, yeah, medieval yeah, times. Medieval yeah. times, that's what it is. And I remember that Shiloh was very handy. Uh, yes. Like, he, he was always- And he was a volunteer firefighter. He was a volunteer fighter, but he was also doing a bunch of shit in his house all the time. I mean, the guy, he was an actor and a good one, uh, but he, was, he also had, like, a lot of st- yeah. other shit that he was into, which is also so healthy, because I never had any of that. Yeah. You know, play a little basketball on the side, but not very good at it. Always twisting my ankle and whatnot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how's good. your ankle now? Well, I don't, I don't play basketball anymore. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It healed, but uh, it scarred me for a while. I was not aggressive scared, on the Scared, bas- scared to take it to the hole. I was or- taking <laughs> scared. Right, I was scared to bring uh-huh. it all the way to the hole. We would play bat. That was like we, we did play basketball. Like played a, a lot of basketball bas- basis. You did roll your ankle one time. Were bad. you there? Oh yeah, I was for there. that one. Yeah. That was the big one that destroyed. That was a bad one. Me. Then that, you guys got one. into racquetball for a little bit. We sure did. Well, because oh, you could boy. play it at the Y. Yeah, yeah we were because we were editing. Well, we were I editing had anger issues. These see, my I had much more anger issues than you did, buddy. You were breaking. I, I transferred. You were smashing racquetball rackets left and right. And I you were really, so angry. It was hard you, to watch. You, you, so you lost that. I kind of liked it. Uh, yeah, I lost it. I kind of liked it. it. I what thought, do you attribute was, that to? Wild success and money mm, Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you talking growing about? Up. Growing, growing up. Growing up a little up bit. bit. Growing up a little growing bit. Growing up. 
You know the Bruce Springsteen. It's not song? all about you, and you can let stuff go a little bit. I think like, so. Uh, that's good. I think so. I think so. But how many no. golf clubs have you smashed in the last year? Go. No, hey no. man, you've not been tossing clubs. I'm super proud of you. See, okay, super in the last two you. years. In the last two years, I've broke I've broken one or two clubs. But name me a golfer who hasn't. <laughs> name me a golfer who hasn't. I've only smashed one phone, and how I smashed one laptop? one laptop. But that's because the laptop was was pooping out on me already, and I punched it, and I, the screen oh. shattered, and it was kind of awesome. Oh, that's cool. I wish I could have seen that. I mean, that. I pun- I punched it as hard as I could, oh, and it fuck, like, really? did exactly what you wanted. Nice. And what it's, did it? And well, it, it, it? Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude! You yeah. really got made contact with it. Yeah, that yeah, and it very did satisfying. exactly what it wanted. You, it it was splintered the screen. Yes, the screen splintered like a windshield. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you doing, Rob? Oh, Jesus! I uh, can't no, do that. I, Rob. I I immediately Dirty. shamed myself. Right? Dirty. Didn't I call you, Meg? I was like, I have to tell people. I went to Caitlin. I was like, Caitlin, I'm a child. I can't believe I just did this. I'm 43 years old. I punched a computer. Yeah. And it was and it was awesome. Sticking with this bit. What are you doing? Over the love of you. What am I doing, Rob? You're doing uh, Space Odyssey 2001. A Space Odyssey, that's right. Really? Hal I don't remember that, that scene. As he's shutting down, he's singing Daisy Daisy, Daisy. and he's getting it's getting slower and slower. See, it's I delete really the creepy. files, guys. I just, like, oh, I you can't delete, delete that one. That's I'm, the greatest movie I ever made. I don't want to. That's the greatest I think movie. we should have a whole separate podcast, maybe as a bonus episode, mm-hmm. of stories that I know that you guys know that you Ooh, told that's each a fun other. Game. Well, you remember them all, though. I don't know why I do. Just name, I, I, name I, one. I, just well, what it just are. happened today. No, no, no. I'd never heard that story. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You don't know what you don't remember. No, he's saying stories that did we happen. don't remember that he does. Yeah, that he he told you. No, you know that what story, story was this? <laughs> well, he's talking. Oh my god, I don't recall this. BHB. When did this happen? You, What's BHB? You have said. <laughs> I've never heard this. I think on every, it's fascinating to say that you've never heard, and you're saying that with such confidence you've never heard that story before. When also, I mean, 30 seconds ago, and once every podcast, you make it very clear that you delete files. Right. Yeah. No, I've never said that. (laughs) You know what I really love in that episode, guys? Uh, The moment where Caitlin, where Sweet D throws up through her fingers. Oh, That's a very gosh. specific thing that yeah. anyone who's ever gotten a little too drunk or been mm. a little too sick knows that thing of where you're like running to try to get to the fucking toilet on a time you don't quite get there so it just comes right through your fingers. You know, it's, oh. a, it's a funny thing when we ever a whenever choice. we do a scene like that you got to put a little cream and mushroom soup in your mouth and it's cold and yeah. it actually really does make you feel like you're going to throw up. It makes you feel like you have a mouthful of throw up. Well, it depends on the kind of food you're used to eating. If you're used to eating a diet like I eat, it actually tastes pretty good. Is that two or three okay. vomit scenes in this first season? And what was the other yeah, one? Yeah, you decided uh, not to the do kid Tom, vomit. Tom, oh, the kid, Tom, kid Tom. vomits. Is there another one? Because I, well, I think we maybe even shot another one, and we were like, oh, "This is guy, guys, what are we doing?" Yeah, what are we doing? We're yeah. the vomit show. We're yeah, the, we're the poopy pee pee and vomit show. Yeah. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? It's how certain people are going to label us, no matter what we do. When people talk about life being like a simulation, you know, it's all one big computer simulation, and it's not. Uh, yeah. Explain to me diarrhea. <laughs> like, like, why? Like, why is that part of the simulation? Yeah, why does someone want to simulate that? What are they trying to? Study? They want to take you down a peg. What are they? Yeah, what are they trying the to simulation get? Simulation needs to take you down a peg. Like, 
So I was simulating a Glenn the other day, and then I thought I'd, I'd have him run. So I gave him those stomach cramps, and he like ran the, to the bathroom. And, is that the computer program we're talking, or is that the computer? Uh, and so whoever's enjoying the simulation. Ah, oh, it's yeah. the oh, it's the overlord who's actually yeah, it's the overlord. The yeah, so I gave Glenn diarrhea. Oh, you gave Glenn diarrhea. Well, I gave a Johnny oh, diarrhea. Overlords. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's, just, it's not just oh, one. one person giving everyone diarrhea. Come nah, on, no way, not possible, not possible. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. I got a question for you guys. Oh, I, thought um, were, I thought it was just sort of ending. Why? And this is for anyone, mm. really. But mm -hmm. like, why do people want to see the dead bodies of their loved ones after they die? I, I look. Oh, I, get, I understand. Uh, that. Closure. Closure. You can't close without you. Like, I need to see the person that I loved dead. And lifeless in order to close that chapter. Of my I understand both. I understand me? both sides of that. Okay, I, talk I, to me. I, 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 I find the whole thing so fucking morbid. Well, uh, well yeah, because so death is involved. Yeah, and so. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> no, I, I just. I mean, that is the definition of morbid. <laughs> that would be it, right? I know, I know. Yeah. What were we gonna say? Uh, you know, somebody dies suddenly, and yes, your brain can accept the fact that li that is life and death. And you need, you, need to, you need that final image of the dead body burned into your brain so that that's the thing you remember. Yes, even though you- That makes sense. You can recognize, you can, well, that's what I mean. It's not, it's not an intellectual pursuit, it's an emotional one. You, uh, you, you I mean, I, I- Okay, so it's been a couple days, your I, friend has died, and you're still so emotional that you're like, I want the last image of my friend or my loved one to be their lifeless fucking corpse. Well, Glenn, what done if, up like a like what a if prom you didn't queen. see them? What if what if yeah, you didn't see them? What if the moment where you've they you've seen them before? That's why you're <laughs> at the funeral. You've seen them many times. They're your friend, your loved one. Yes. Okay, uh, uh, Glenn, uh, we can cut this. But let's say your kid is missing. Okay. Your your child is missing. Yes. And then you find out that your child is dead. Yeah. Do not want to see no, the body? Absolutely not. No fucking way. Not even, not in a million years. No I, think, I would say that that takes a lot of discipline. I understand. That's not discipline. Why, why wow. do I want to see my kid's dead fucking body? Well, again, that in, seems horrible to me. Yes, it is. I don't want to see that. that. I don't want to see that. Maybe I think yeah. it, the, the psychology sometimes is to know that it's real. Uh huh. You know, to be like, like, I can't, it's, this is so, such a shocking I'll tragic I'll thing. look at it. I'll just look at it. Okay. You put her through it. <laughs> she cut likes this, that kind this, of cut this, cut this, cut this, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Seriously, cut that shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll be out before you start talking about uh, people's Yeah, let's do that. We've done it, We did it, did we do it? Yeah, we've done the thing. Okay, love you guys. Bye.